wanted. I wanted to have a natural birth. I wanted to be able to push and, you know, um, have the baby naturally. We're doing a doula and I'm going to do a natural birth. I'm going to do a water birth and, you know, all these other things. But I didn't, um, I didn't go into that much of the planning of it. I had some strong views about what I needed yes, and what I did. I mean, if it were for me and my, my like my perfect birth experience, I, I would definitely be at home. Um, if I could, yeah, and avoid hospitals. When it comes to delivering babies in the good old USA, for Black women, when you look at the infant mortality rate, you will find that we're living in two very different Americas. Many women are turning away from hospitals, risking the weight of what could go wrong with the confidence that a hospital was never a part of the best plan for babies. Doulas and other birthing specialists almost see the hospital as a battlefield. you know I was fine baby was fine um but it just yeah like I said it wasn't a part of that original plan that I had about how I wanted it to go I wanted a water birth I wanted to be able to take a shower I wanted to be able to sit with baby and breastfeed I, I wanted it to be a lotus birth where the baby- that's harmony she gave birth to her daughter a little over 13 years ago and the hospital was more than unexpected harmony says after three days of attempting to have a natural birth the doctors became antsy and waited until her doula and family members were away to persuade her to give into drugs eventually the mental beating from the doctors was too much and she gave in i am trapped because now i feel like i don't get to decide even if i want to stand up I'm being told that they can't let me get up. I eventually gave up. I decided to go ahead with an epidural. Unfortunately, though, I was given a cocktail epidural that I was not aware of, meaning I got an epidural and then some other um, medication that just didn't really agree with my body and I wasn't aware that I was even getting. Um, so it had a bad, I had a bad reaction to it, the way that it, you know, um, manifested in my body it was not good for me and so suddenly my heart rate started to drop and my baby's heart rate started to drop and um and that's when you know things get serious and where an emergency c-section is needed because if both you know baby and mom or even just one or the other if your heart rate is affected, you know, now they have to focus on saving your life and making sure- I'm not gonna scare you. Harmony and her baby are doing great right now, but Harmony's birthing experience not only didn't go as planned, she almost lost her life. Make no mistake, this wasn't Harmony's plan, but with America's increasing infant mortality rate, it almost seems like it was somebody's. Okay, so let's get the facts straight. What does infant mortality rate even mean? The infant mortality rate is how we measure babies who die during childbirth. The number represents how many infants die per 1,000 live births. According to our good friends, the CDC, currently in America, the infant mortality rate is 5.17. That is 5.17 deaths out of every thousand live births. But let's put this in perspective. America has the highest infant mortality rate compared to other developed countries, compared to the UK, Japan, Canada, and other places of access to modern healthcare, the US still has 2.4 more deaths per thousand. How? This is the secret behind the numbers. The infant mortality rate for black women in America is 10.97. That's double the national average. Why? 
Yeah, as I said, we don't need medicine to like tell us how to give birth. Like we've been doing this. Um, but the thing is, is they don't want you to have a six hour, 10 hour, 14 hour labor because you could have a three hour labor and they could fit three other births into that and voila, more money. That's Heather, a black woman in training to be a doula. There's one woman who um, her child was actually significantly injured during birth because her doctor was at happy hour and then came back to deliver her baby. And then is like in the ER, like talking with the nurses, like joking about how he just had a few drinks. Um, what? That sounds scary, right? I don't think it has so much to do with economics. I think it has to do with our old friend, sexism. This is Judith, a white woman who avoids hospitals has had four doulas for her four children and had her last child at home. So I personally feel as though, I think the problem with the high infant mortality rate is, I sometimes think it's- This is Amani, a working mom and student who had her son in the hospital and believes we need to advocate for ourselves. Doctor, yes, the insurance is paying for it. You go see another doctor. And I I was taught that from my mother. But if you ask me, when it comes to racial disparities that we can see today, we can always trace the why back to slavery. Even though anesthesia was introduced in 1846, Sims chose not to use it for his experimentation with slaves. That is Ranjani Chakraborty in a short documentary produced by Vox called The U.S. Medical System is Still Haunted by Slavery. Studies released as recently as last year demonstrate that Black people are less likely to be treated for pain, particularly in the ER. She goes on to tell us how we got here by examining experimentation on Black women and the use of eugenics to sterilize Black poor and minority women. But the most relevant issue is the issue of black people and pain. I think some doctors Mm -hmm. have this stigma that we're like strong. And then also we give off this stigma that we're like strong. So it's the doctors and the patients. Like if we're hurting like, hey, this, this hurts or hey, you need to pay attention to me. I think it's hard for African-Americans because for so long, we didn't have access to doctors. Like we weren't allowed in their hospitals. We weren't allowed in their doctor's office. We saw the local, you know, medicine man or woman, or once they started allowing us, once they, they Medicaid came about and they found a way to benefit off of our suffering and our pain. And so then we started seeing them and then we started getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And- That's Heather the doula in training from before. I asked Heather what she's hopeful for. But I think that's shifting, definitely. Um, I think that's definitely shifting for people of color. I think we are starting to revert back to our own ways and our own own medicine. Credit and thanks for this audio story goes to Harmony, Heather, Judith, and Imani. Special thanks to Ranjani Chakraborty for Fox for their short documentary, The U.S. Medical System is Still Haunted by Slavery, whose research I used for this story along with the research you can find at the cdc.gov. My name is Amber and you're listening to WNSR.